Currency, Des Moines. A Des Moines radio group station. 1350 ESPN. Online at ESPNDesMoines.com. This is your ESPN Des Moines Sports Center. I'm Mike Wickett. It's the first spring practice for new Iowa State safeties coach and former ISU defensive back Dion Broomfield. Broomfield says he's looking for last year's Big 12 co-freshman defensive player of the year, Ishim Young, to become a better leader this year. For him, my challenge is really taking a, a stronger leadership presence because, you know, you, you kind of want your better players to be stronger leaders. Some Cyclone recruiting news. Iowa State picked up a verbal commitment from class of 2022 quarterback Rocco Beck, the three-star Beck from Florida picked ISU over 13 other schools, including Ole Miss and Wake Forest. His dad, Anthony Becht, played 11 years in the NFL at tight end. Former Iowa forward Jack Nungy announced he's transferring to Xavier, and you can hear Drake football take on Butler tomorrow. Coverage starts at 10.30 on 1350 ESPN. And then later, it's game two between the Cubs and Pirates. Pre-game coverage at 5, first pitch at 5.35 on 1350 ESPN. Get more 24-7 at ESPNDesMoines.com with your ESPN Des Moines Sports Center. I'm Mike Wickett. This is Wicket's World with Mike Wicket on 1350 ESPN. Oh my gosh, the excitement is building. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the great Mike Wicket as he continues to work on technology. <laughs> and I just am killing time for the man. All right. What's going on, JD? I, I'm telling you, there's a not a lot. Um... Well, no, I, actually, there's... You know, it's funny. I was just, like, noticing. I was, we were live streaming. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're all over. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Here, yeah. There we go. There we go. And I was yeah. like, um, how come my audio levels on our stream aren't going from the board that you're running right. into the computer that we're using to stream this out? We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. We're all over today. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh. I didn't plug that in. Yeah. <laughs> And, so, we've been, and we've been sitting bad. here solving America's problems yeah. for the past 20 minutes. We've been just sitting here BSing yeah. the whole time. <laughs> uh, happy Friday. Welcome to Wicket's World. My name is Mike Wicket. That is J.D. Justice. We, again, are streaming on uh, my Facebook page. We're on the uh, on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We'll put it up on the ESPN Des Moines Facebook page as well. Happy to have you uh, because today is going to be a very big day. Coming up, 445. I know if you follow me on social media... Uh, you saw that I put up something. There's going to be a big announcement at 4:15. The big announcement's actually going to come at 4:45. Mm. Um, so if you want to stick around for that, it is pretty big news. I know. I, I would say, well, don't, don't, don't blow it. When I, I just say it, I, I don't, heard. Don't blow it. Well, I'm not going to blow it. I'm just telling you that it's for once. I, I feel you're like in I'm the in, know. I'm in the know. Uh, yeah. I was the last to know, but I was in the know. <laughs> People are already... Rob on, on uh, our Facebook page gave me the old face palm. Uh, My buddy Brock, who is in uh, Ohio, get your bleep together, Mike. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, I failed. <laughs> I, I did. Like, we're messing... We're not doing anything for, like, 20 minutes. So this could have been finally checked, whatever. But we're good. We're good now. Uh, big announcement coming up, 445. Make sure you're around for it. We're going to talk some Masters. We'll talk some football as well, but it's been seven. Lots happened in the last seven days since we were on air together. This is the week that was and the weekend that will be. 
This is Wicket's World on 1350 ESPN. So it may seem like it was a while back, mm-hmm. but the NCAA, like, it feels the, like the NCAA championship game, Baylor over Gonzaga, was like two weeks ago. <laughs> it does. Because today's Friday. That game was on Monday night. Uh, and it was a yawner. In my it, opinion. It was. It yeah, was a I, bad national championship game. And Gonzaga just totally let me down. <laughs> I mean, all this, of the whole tournament, I had them bounced out, you know, early on or earlier. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking, oh, great. They're going to prove me wrong. They're going to get their doggone championship. And we can no longer say they're just a great tournament team. What did I tell you? The two truths in sports. There are only two. One, don't bet against Tom Brady and don't bet on Gonzaga. And Gonzaga proved me, both proved me right again. And I picked against, I picked against Brady in the Super Bowl. Remember, I thought the Chiefs were a lock because of Mahomes. What wrong? Again. Uh, but don't bet on Gonzaga. And I, it just looked like Gonzaga was still so exhausted from UCLA, who gave them everything that they had. They sure did. And, and, and what a great, That was a great game. That was a great I mean, that shot that kid hit on that Saturday night, wow. banked it in uh, from... By you the know, way, 40 the, feet out. the call that Timmy got, I thought, was a bad call. Yeah. But you can't go back on it either way. The game ended the way it was supposed to, and the championship went the way it was. Because, again, we haven't had a chance to talk even on that game you know, since then. Here's the, 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 the point people are missing, I think, about Baylor. I think people looked at the NCAA field. Too many people, and I might have been guilty of this as well. Too many people looked at the NCAA tournament field as Gonzaga, Big Gap, Baylor, Illinois, Michigan, and then everybody else, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I, I feel like that's kind of where they everybody felt Baylor was at because Baylor didn't look great after they got done with their COVID situation. They missed like five weeks. They didn't look good against West Virginia. They didn't look good. They didn't win the Big 12 tournament. Texas won that. They didn't look good against Iowa State, a god-awful Iowa State team. And they roll in. They get the number one seed. Baylor was great all year. And the COVID, had that not hit, maybe they lose in the Big 12 at some point. I don't know. But Baylor was great all year, and people like me doubted them down the stretch and into the NCAA tournament, and you start watching them, and they're just so good. They didn't play the first two rounds. They didn't play particularly great for full games. I mean, they got Wisconsin hung with them in the second half in their, in their, sweet, their, their round of 32 matchup. But, man, Baylor, they hit threes. They play defense. It looked like there were six or seven guys on the court in that first nine minutes of the game. I, I will say this. If Gonzaga plays that game that they played in the championship game mm. against any other team in the tournament, I think they still pull that one out. I think Baylor was just on all cylinders. Baylor looked great. That. They looked great. Baylor looked great. You can't have an off game. And, and you can't against a team like that. You, you just, I mean, unless Baylor was going to be the team that was four of 26 from three, right. you just can't have that. And. You know, I, I, I just think that we took Baylor for granted. Everybody outside of Waco and maybe the Big 12, yeah. or outside of ba- Waco and maybe just the state of Texas, took Baylor for granted and just expected, you know, Gonzaga to continue to roll. But, man, Baylor just gave him all kinds of trouble. Yeah. Good I mean, for Baylor. I mean, I, I had Baylor out like two rounds earlier. I had Baylor losing to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Not a, lot. a good call. No. <laughs> then again, then Not again, a good call. I think everybody's brackets are like, uh. This is the first year, actually, I didn't light my bracket on fire. No. But I don't know, like, I don't know how we did in the ESPN Des Moines uh, basketball I, mayhem. I have we, no idea. You and I did not finish in the top three. I can tell you that. Did we finish in the bottom three? 
I would say there's probably there's a, a better, better chance, chance at that. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, other stuff going on since we last spoke. Baseball season has begun. JD, yeah. how into baseball are you on March? No, April. What is the date today? April the 9th. I would say because I just looked at the standings and looked at the scores. And you're twins. You're a twins guy. They're, yeah, they're 5-2. and two. Hey. They're in first place. So... Again, granted, it's April. They've started off before at like 10 and 4, and then ended up finishing in third or fourth place. It doesn't matter till the postseason for your twins. No. Until they can win a flipping playoff game. One game. Yeah. I don't even care about a series. Just had to bring that up. They've lost <laughs> 15. Is it 15? I think it's, yeah. 18, it's, 15. I, it might be right around more than 18 straight, 18 straight playoff games. Horrible. That's an anomaly. They didn't even have to play the Yankees for once. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they play Houston. Houston, the cheater team. And Houston comes in and knocks them out right away at home. Yeah. Oh, God. yeah. Don't get me going. The uh, the story, and I've always said that baseball season, and I, I root for the Brewers. And they're I, great at fighting. They'll, they've, they're they're terrible at hitting. So I mean, <laughs> they gotta hit something. <laughs> uh, I've always and I've always said this, and I've seen people who are you know whatever your team is. The over there is no greater overreacting fan. Than over than April baseball fan on Twitter. Baseball doesn't matter until Memorial Day, right. and by matter I mean it doesn't matter what you do in April. It doesn't matter what you do in the beginning of May. Once we get to Memorial Day, that's about sixty games. Mm-hmm. Once you get to Memorial Day, that's when everything levels out. That's when you know how bad the Orioles are going to be. That's when you know how good the Braves are going to be. That's when you know kind of now things can happen. It's not a be all perfect be all you know perfect system. But baseball doesn't really start to even out and give you true storylines until you get to Memorial Day. And then the next opportunity... What is the trade deadline? That's the next opportunity. Mm-hmm. Usually August, July. Yeah. Right. You know? It used to be Let me look that by up. July 4th weekend. By July 4th weekend, you used to be able to tell who was going to win. This was years ago. You July 31st. Yeah. By the end of July... You would always tell by July 4th weekend or in and around there. You could always tell what team was going to win the division, things like that. But you can't anymore. No, you got wild cards now. Yeah. You got wild cards now. You got Rocktober that happened with Colorado a while back. You got teams get hot. You know, it, it, it's, it's crazy. And you have to make that decision. And, and teams are going to go all in for a pitcher or for a bat. I just don't get too worked up by anything right. when it comes to Major League Baseball in April. It's great. It's warm. It's wonderful to watch baseball. Um, I've still got a lot of NBA in my system. I got the NFL draft coming up in a couple of weeks. Like, that gets much more of my focus than... I know baseball fan hates hearing me say that. And I get it, because sometimes baseball fan can't stand college basketball. Or baseball fans like, uh, the NFL. I don't understand that, but still, I get it. I'm a dual fan. That never comes out of my mouth. Right? So, it's, it's, it's one of those where... As long as your team can stay healthy, and I think the biggest storyline in baseball so far to this point, it's nobody's win-loss record. It's Fernando Tatis Jr. It's what happened with Tatis maybe popping his shoulder out, and then it popped back in, and there could be some really ripped-apart lig. I'm not a doctor. we got anybody watching on Facebook. Let me know what the, the Tatis injury really means. But when that elbow, when that shoulder went back out, and he's had shoulder problems before, and popped back in, and he's holding it, 
They just paid that dude $340 million. You see the owner going, did we have insurance? I know. Yeah. Can, we, can we get out of that deal? Yeah. Can we, uh, can we, can we back out of that what deal? What do you think his trade might be uh, come July 31st? Yeah. Can, we, can we get out of this? Yeah. Uh, maybe not. So, it, to me, that's like the biggest story of baseball so far. Uh, again, it's nice that it's warm. It's nice that, you know, you get to, well, it's not warm if you're watching in, in Detroit. Miguel Cabrera slid into second base on opening day because he didn't know if he hit a home run because <laughs> he did hit a homer, but there was so much snow falling that he couldn't tell. He couldn't tell. Um, yeah. That reminds me of my daughters when they would play softball, and you could tell whose heads were in the game and whose wasn't. You know, it, but he had a better excuse, obviously, yeah. the weather, but well, some people are just, like, not completely mentally there yet. Let, Even the players. Let me tell you my biggest fear for when my three babies get older. What's that? That they all want to play in sports that wind up, have me sitting outside in cold weather. I don't want them to play soccer in October. That sounds horrible. It, it yeah. sounds terrible. I can raise you? my hand and say I've done that. Um, I, don't, I don't think my son is ever going to be a football player. Look at me. Does this... Do I look like the kind of guy that produces a football body? I, I don't know. I don't know what the rest of the family looks like. No. No. <laughs> no. Let me, let me so I don't think this. I have to worry about that. Basketball's indoors, whatever. But I fear sitting outside in a 42-degree rain while the kids are playing soccer, and I got an umbrella. I'm holding it over my wife, Lee, and we're just rooting on. We've got one kid probably isn't playing. He's reading his book. Right. Picking dandelions. I had a daughter yeah. that picked dandelions. Exactly. Um, and, and I remember getting a phone call one time from my brother. Hey, did you see the Vikings score? Uh, uh, no. no. No, I did not. No, I didn't. Uh, and he goes, and then I realized my car was 25 yards from the field, and yeah. I could still see everything. So, so you sat in the car listening to the Viking game, watching, watching soccer. Is that okay? I can't tell anyone how to parent. I'm just... <laughs> No, my kids <laughs> saw me. You were there. Saw me. I you was were there. there. Yeah. My, my wife, who could care less about sports, yeah. was there. See? Right. Somebody was there representing You me. know, that's, it's, it's not about how close I am to you. It's can I see you. Right. You know, I'm, right. I'm there in spirit. I get it. I get it. Uh, a <laughs> couple of other newsworthy headlines locally here in Des Moines. Joe Yesifu picks Kansas. Right. What a perfect system for him to go to. Gets up and down. Bill Self loves to score in the 80s. Yesifu leaves Drake, enters the transfer portal. He goes to Kansas. Jack Nungy picks Xavier. I can't tell you anything about Xavier other than the Musketeers. I got it. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's it. So that was the week that was, the weekend that is. Lots of baseball going on. We got Drake football on 1350 ESPN tomorrow, 1030 for the pregame. We got Cubs and Pirates tomorrow and on Sunday. And, of course, the Masters, which oh. we are going to discuss why J.D. hates America. He is un-American with this take coming your way. J.D. hates America. We'll tell you why coming up next. You're listening to Wicket's World on Des Moines, 1350 ESPN. Back on 1350 ESPN, this is Wicket's World here on ESPN Des Moines. Uh, I have just been alerted JD for the bracket contest we had at ESPNDesMoines.com. Yeah, we did not win. Okay, uh, that's not a surprise. You were tied for 82nd. Mm -hmm. I was tied for 72nd. I don't know how many how entries did we, we get had. So high up the chart, though. I mean, I really thought I was down in the hundreds. That's that's better than I thought we would have. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
it's better than I would have guessed. Right? Uh, yeah, so there you go. That's the update. Uh, coming up, 445, I will have a pretty big announcement. Pretty big announcement I want you is to anybody hear. coming in to help with the Maybe. announcement? Maybe. Or is there just a... If I can get her out of her office. All right, that's the thing. Can you please put me in a master's mood? Oh, there we go. Yeah, we gotta be here. Talk real go. soft right now. If you don't want to know the um, the scores right now, you, know, you may want to turn down your radio, but this is your leaderboard. Justin Rose is seven under. He was even today. He was your leader yesterday at seven under. And then it gets to a bunch of guys I've never heard of. <laughs> Again. This is a problem. <laughs> This is my problem when I started doing some master's prep. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you had to do that for TV today. Will Zalatoris or Zalatoris? <laughs> Don't he's, ask me. I'm sorry. He's a, he's a stroke back. He shot four under today. Kind of like Jay-Z. We just called him Will Z. That works. Yeah. Uh, Brian Harmon. Two, he was two under today. Minus five. Jordan Spieth played well today. Good to see him back. Oh, I was going to say, I know that name. Uh, who else have I ever heard of on this? Again, I am not the biggest golfer aficion- golf aficionado in the world. Uh, I was on Channel 13 WHO this morning uh, during Hello, Iowa, because they wanted someone to talk about the Masters. And I said, sure, I'd love to do that. Why not? Why are you picking me? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I... You bring your one club and a can of beer? I, I did not. I okay. should have. That would have been. That's why I'm. If you're watching the YouTube feed or the Facebook or, or Periscope or whatever, you're like, why is Wicked actually not in a Nirvana t shirt? Or why is he not in some Taylor Swift t shirt? This is my TV look. This is what I got going on. This is as dressed up as I get. You actually have a Taylor Swift t shirt? I have five. I didn't know you were a T Swift. Oh, fan. I'm a Swifty. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. All right. You could have. I, I'm, I met her. Met her twice. <laughs> so have I. My voice cracked when I met her. How are you? That's great. Uh, I don't love watching golf on TV. I love watching the majors on TV. You're never going to find me watching the John Deere Classic or the Phoenix Open or the Buick Open or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I will watch the majors, the British, the PGA, the U.S. Open, and the Masters. You can leave the music. Okay, I, I didn't know, know this, you. Music, didn't no, know the whole you. time. Okay. It's, it's Master's Weekend. All right. So we, I actually feel like I should have this in my... Uh, I'll have you know that this is one hour of uh, beautiful music like this. I feel like we should. I should have this in my ear the whole weekend. <laughs> oh, there you go. The Azaleas, the Hogan Bridge, Carson the Jackson is on the approach right now with his nine. I don't know why he's using a nine iron. But if you go to ESPNDesMoines.com, JD has put up a blog in the Wicket's World page, which we invite JD to do often. But I'd like you to tell people why it is, JD, that you have no soul. I know this is not really American, all right? <laughs> but I just really feel if you're a non-golfer or a non-golf fan, what really brings you to the Masters? It's turn this music up. That's it right there. <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. My uh, blog is all about the, ma- the golf is missing something. What do you mean? The Masters is lacking something. All right? The NBA they have a dunk contest, a three-point tournament. They've got you know, all that cool stuff for the athleticism is showing. NHL is high-paced, uh, slap shots, hard-checking, and fights, uh, even though they're not legal, but it, they still fight. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 
Uh, and then Major League Baseball has the All-Star Game and the Home Rub Derby. All right. I'm missing something here. Oh, NFL has this. Pro Bowl. The, the, Pro, the Bowl's Pro Bowl is a joke. It is. Pro Bowl is a total joke. Right, but they've got the Super Bowl with the halftime show so what you're and saying, the commercials. So the, there's, if you're not in it for the steak, mm-hmm. which is the golf, which right. is the four days at Augusta, what you're right. saying is what the Masters is missing is some sizzle. Because mm-hmm. you're there for the All-Star game. You know, the sizzle is the home run derby. Yeah. The sizzle is the three-point shootout. The big names are participating in something, you know? They have a par three shootout. The Masters has I, a par three. I wrote that in the blog. I said, I get that. And I, 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 took the, I talked to Dan Tooker about that, and he goes, don't forget about the par three tournament. They do have the par three. Right. I said, no, I get it. I said, I totally get it. All right? But to me, I don't care. I want something <laughs> better than that. Are you not a big golf fan? I mean, if I'm out hacking and having a beer in my hand, I'm okay. See, that's my what? kind of golf. Right. That's my golf fandom there, too. Right. Because then I don't have to worry about competing. Um, I'm just hacking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they need to find something for the every the, the hacker in everybody. Now, I don't know. There has to be a beer hole at Augusta, right? Yeah, Doesn't, we, could, we could call it the 19th hole, and it could be the hacker hole where they get a choice of one club. Okay, this just came to me. This is brilliant. Oh, boy. Here we go. I wish I would have thought of this earlier. I'd have it on the blog. <laughs> All right. You still can go back what and edit it. The hacker hole. The 19th well, hole is the hacker hole. Here's the... There are golf... See, maybe the Masters isn't for you. Because they're not guests. They're patrons. Sure. You know, it's... It, it's it's a, it, Golf is an uppity sport. Right. I mean, I'm not taking but any... the Masters, it bring, raises the level of the uppityness. Uh, yeah. I get it, okay? I mean, I know people who, who go down and rent houses down there so they could be there. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to do that. Yeah. But here's... You need to watch the Phoenix Open. You need to watch the Buick Open. Why? Because, or you need to go to these events, all right? Which is another conversation. <laughs> when I was, when I was working at a radio station in, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, I'm from Detroit, and right. the Buick Open used to be, I don't even know if it's a regular event anymore, because Buick and dollars and, and whatever. But there were stories of guys that would hop the fence with a keg of beer, bury it at the 17th hole, which is this short downhill par three where there's big stands and they would bury the keg underneath uh-huh. in the ground, get there at 8 a.m., park next to it, un- unearth the keg of beer and sit there and get tanked all day as pros hit into this like 142-yard par three. That happens everywhere. The Phoenix Open is rowdy like that. Golf events here in Iowa are rowdy like I, that. I get it, but how do you highlight something like that to where the non-fan is going to watch it? Well, I think I'd watch that. What the Masters is lacking this year is uh, the goat. Oh, they're they're missing Tiger Woods. They really are. Tiger is that extra. It's in the air. That extra flavor. People are missing Tiger Woods. Right before Tiger, who was it? See, no, that and that's it. Right, like, golf was not meant for. The way what Tiger did, my friend Doug Russell up in Milwaukee said it was the Tigerization of golf, which brought a ton of different, different looking people to play golf. Right. Not just old fat white guys. Right. right? So <laughs> now the golden ev- bear. everybody else wants to play golf, which is wonderful. I think that's one of the great things Tiger did was seemingly open the door for everyone in the world to play golf. It also brought the idea 
of athleticism to golf. Right. Again, look at Dustin Johnson. Look at Zach Johnson from Iowa. Look at Dustin Johnson. Look at Jordan Spieth. Look at Brooks Kepka. Mm. Look at, uh, oh, who's the dude that's hitting the ball a million miles? Uh, Is that the British guy? No. The guy from Britain? No. It was, or was he, he Australian? If you look at it, he, uh, Bubba Watson hits the ball a ton. He's an athletic guy. Uh, I can't think of the dude's name. He was, like, ranked 191st in the world a couple of years ago. He put on 50 pounds or something, or something along those lines. John Daly? No, 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 no. God, That's been before then. That is a big old fat white guy who just yeah. had incredible talent. Yeah, he did. And he had an incredible way of ruining it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bryson DeChambeau. Right. That dude. He was ranked in the hundreds. And all of a sudden, you watch him swing. It looks like his spine is going to pop out of his back. It is ridiculous how far these guys, how athletic these guys are to hit the golf ball. But they don't. There is no Tiger right now. There's not that mad because Tiger Magic. Whenever you would see Tiger, all of a sudden, like on eleven, he would chip in from behind a tree, one leg, you know, in the air because he has to. Right. Greatest recovery golfer of all time. But then it was like, oh, what's he going to do next? And next? And next? And make that charge, you know, on a Saturday to get atop the leaderboard. You don't have a threat of that. No, I'm not like man. And don't can't wait to know, see what Justin Rose does. And I'm not trying to take away from the athletes that play the game. They hurt their backs, their legs are you know they work hard too. I mean it, it's a definitely an athletic sport. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to take away from who's playing. You know I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Bunch of old fat white guys played in the '60s and '70s and '80s. Tiger changed everything. Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. But it was fun in the '60s, '70s, and '80s because. You did have some pretty good characters of the game. Right now, you know, you don't have Tiger, but you don't, where are the characters I, in the I game? would say that's a fair point. There aren't a lot of... I mean, DeChambeau is a character because of his incredible swing and his ability to hit the ball a, a serious distance. Right. But Dustin Johnson's not fun. No. You had... <laughs> Bubba Watson can be, but he's a jerk. You had Jack... Yeah. He's a jerk. Jack Nicholas. Uh, Fuzzy Zeller, who was a, a, a racist piece, a racist person, but he was entertaining racist. Right. Uh, we learned that when Tiger won. Yeah. Mm. And then um, Gigi Rodriguez was fun. Right. And I'm missing somebody. Did I say Arnold Palmer? Arnold already? Palmer was right. fun. So I mean, you can say some names in golf, and you, you think legendary. Yeah, I get it. Fred Couples. There you go. You uh, Tom Watson. Greg Norman. Tom Watson was like the everyday average guy looking dude who would win. <laughs> it's my dad's favorite golfer of all time. Oh, like when he had that chip mm -hmm. in and he runs up on the green as it goes in and he's, you know, clenching his fist. Good job. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. And then everybody's, you know, that's what I think of when I think of golf. But it's lacking something, Mike. That's all I'm saying. I don't think you're ever going to find what, you're, what you think golf is lacking. It lacks some sort of entertainment feature to me. That's, well, you know. Right now, I have no reason to watch the Masters until the final day to see if there's a playoff or who's going to win. I understand that. I do. I, I get it. I mean, I've watched it sparingly. It's been on. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I don't rush home to watch it. Tomorrow and Sunday are different. Golf is great for a perfect, perfect Saturday afternoon nap. Need I remind you that WrestleMania is this weekend, Saturday and Sunday? It's two days? It's two days because of COVID. They did a two-day two day thing. Is it the two same different show? No. It's, it's two different events, apparently. This is the most you've ever smiled on this show right I'm now. I'm laughing because I'm like, <laughs> here I am telling everybody about WrestleMania and you got the Masters going on, you know. Which, like you said, it's all American. It's fantastic. I, it's, you know, at baseball and apple pie. So wait a minute. You know, wait I get it. Kill the Masters music for me. All right. So, 
You can't get into golf now because it's not quite the way it was back in the day. Right. But you're excited for WrestleMania no. in 2021? I was the, just saying I knew it was coming. sucks right now. <laughs> it does suck. It's wrestling not what it used to be. sucks. It's not what it was 10 years oh, ago. Listen to these two old... Two, speaking of two old white guys. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, but re- the, wrestling... It, WWE yeah. has zero juice as compared to what it used oh, to be. no, absolutely not. They're all acting now. I mean, that's fine, but it's just... I. The writing in all of this, the storylines, nothing... What was the last time anything was fresh? I mean, they kept bringing The Undertaker's ass back to WrestleMania every year, and he finally retired. When they killed, when they killed the streak, that was a terrible move. They're trying... Yep. You know, and guess what? Apparently, they're supposed to be bringing Triple H back. How old is Triple H now? 90? He's your age, for sure. He's got to be older than I am. I turned 40 in two weeks. Happy birthday, if I forget. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Triple I'll see it, I'll H. probably see it on soon. Oh, Triple H is way older than I am. He's he? 51. Oh, no kidding. He'll be 52 in July. Okay, so yeah. he's older than me. Yeah. Wow. See? You're younger than Triple H. Yes! What's a good day? Yes! <laughs> it's a great day to be alive. <laughs> he still looks better than me. <laughs> good job. <sighs> All right. So there you go. There's your master's breakdown. Somehow we transitioned right into... WrestleMania. Right into WrestleMania. <laughs> that just was purely just something I had to throw out there because somebody told me about it. Before I'd come in, because he was would all you rather? Let me it. ask you this: If it was free, would you rather watch WrestleMania on Sunday mm-hmm. or the Masters final round? But you have to watch all five hours of both. I'd, five I'd, hours of wrestling or five hours of rest of, uh, of golf? I, I hate to say this, but I think I'd probably ra- rather watch WrestleMania. I'm sorry. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your tisk tisk? Go point? to break. Hit the, <laughs> go press the button. Phone lines are open. 515-244-1350. This is Wicket's World on 1350 ESPN. Thirteen fifty ESPN, ESPN Des Moines. I'm Mike Wicket. That's JD. Yep. This is Wicket's World. Coming up 445, so like 10 minutes from right now. Mm-hmm. Pretty big announcement to make. Uh, we will tell you all about it coming up very very soon uh so the nfl draft is coming up later this month and i don't know jd do you get into draft rumors and mock drafts and all that kind of stuff sometimes it it all depends on if uh you know my team is desperate for something and i want to see what chances they have at the top you know the top pick at what they're looking for Mm -hmm. um but outside of that i guess what i'm always looking for is who's going to be the biggest mover Who's, what's going to be the biggest shakeup? There always seems to be one, if not more, uh, than three, two to three, uh, shakeups in the draft where somebody trades out and it's just like a surprise thing. You know, I remember one year New England traded up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. They, don't need, they didn't need to, but they did. The, uh, the, the most boring part of this draft is the first pick. Everybody knows it's going to be Trevor Lawrence going to, to Jacksonville. Right. Everybody knows that. The Jets are sitting there at number two. And if you're a, a New York Jet fan, listen, I, I don't know if Sam Darnold is no, is no good. But they traded him to Carolina. So the, I, the idea is that it's going to be either Justin Fields out of Ohio State or Zach Wilson out of uh, BYU. Very good quarterbacks. Both of them have big numbers. 
Zach Wilson, if you look, they're okay. So you were asking me during the commercial break, what team is going to be the biggest mover and shaker and move up? And I think it's going to be Denver. I don't think Denver is thrilled with Drew Locke. Which I don't get. I don't either. It's been two years. He's played in 18 games, had a little injury history. He's thrown 23 touchdowns to 18 interceptions. Can I? Can they I got ask? a lot of weapons in Denver. He should be better at this point. Here's, here's what I had to say about that. How long did it take Peyton Manning? I can remember them having a thing with Peyton Manning his first two years in the league, if not even his first. I think he three. threw more picks than touchdowns that Thank first you. Year, that first year. First year. And then his second year is a little bit better. And then the third year is when he really broke into it. All right? Give Drew a chance. I mean, this COVID year really, you can't, you can't count the COVID year for a normal year. My thought. I mean, you may disagree. He, uh, Peyton Manning, back in 1998, threw 26 touchdowns. Uh, and 28 interceptions. See? So, yeah. But I think when you look, when you drafted Peyton Manning, you knew you were getting your franchise quarterback. Plus, back in the 90s, kids, if you're listening, <laughs> back in the 90s, we actually gave quarterbacks time. You didn't start year one, and if you were a bust by week five of your second season, they pulled the plug on you. Right. That, that doesn't happen anymore. I think a lot of it has to do with the financial structure of the NFL where the Chiefs are, are trying to strike while they haven't... I mean, they're going to owe Mahomes the most money in the history of the NFL. But the Chiefs, just like the Bills with Josh Allen and the Browns with Baker Mayfield and all these teams with young quarterbacks, they're trying to strike before they have to pay $35 million a year to their quarterback. Absolutely. Or $40 million a year if you're Dak Prescott or whatever that ridiculous contract was. Back then, I mean, quarterbacks weren't making the ridiculous Aaron Rodgers money that guys make in the NFL right now. And they're like number 10 in the league, number 9 in the league. So you, have, so you, you had time. Right. You, know, they, they knew Peyton, you knew Peyton Manning was going to be great. You also gave, you know, the guys in, in the 90s had more time to prove themselves. Uh, let's see, what was year two? 26 to 15 touchdown to interception ratio. So again, just a little bit better. He wasn't much that better. Great. Yeah. Much better. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't blowing the doors off, Not though. yet. Yeah. But you, you could see it. Right. I don't know if you see that with Drew Locke. But Different that, year. That's the team that people are talking about to move up and grab a quarterback. Uh, if you look at the numbers for Drew Locke versus good teams in, the, in, in college football versus his numbers against bad teams, he blew up bad teams. When he played Florida, when he played Georgia, Drew Locke wasn't so great. Mm. Same thing goes for this kid out of BYU. Zach Wilson's numbers against the bottom of his conference, tremendous. Kid puts on a show. When he plays Cal, when he plays other good teams, his numbers aren't great. So you have to take that into account. Was he lighting up? I mean, he can make some impressive throws. You see in any of his pro day, some ridiculous rollout, spin, comeback, throw to a receiver, go in the other way. Like, he looks the part. Yep. But can he do anything in the NFL when teams are bearing, when good defenses are bearing down on him? And then there's controversy about Justin Fields. Like, Justin Fields stunk in the Big Ten championship game against Northwestern. But that game against uh, Clemson, when he took that shot, and I thought his hip exploded, or I thought lungs, or ribs were broken and lungs were punctured. I couldn't believe they put him back in the football game. I was shocked. That was the one hit that I saw. I was in a four-wheeler accident last summer, and I had those ribs broken, yeah. and clavicle, all that stuff. 
I, I thought the same thing you did. Yeah. How does he get back up from that? I didn't. I mean, I hurt, and I was sitting on the ground in my basement watching it, and I'm like, right? Oh, I kind of felt that hit. I really oh, did. Sh- that oh, that kind of hurts. That's a good old-fashioned hard football hit. Yeah, really is. Yeah. Uh, but Fields' numbers, you mentioned the COVID year, 22-6 to 6 touchdown to interception ratio. And I know people will look at stats and pick and choose their favorite ones, but that's the one I kind of go with. He was 41-3 to 3 the last full college football season. 41 touchdowns to three picks the previous year. Right. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not necessarily a guy who believes Ohio State quarterbacks ever will perform in the NFL, but if there's a guy to do it, I think it's Fields. I think that's the guy. He may go two to the Jets. I've got one mock draft in, draft in front of me from CBS that's got Fields going to the Jets, Zach Wilson to the Niners. I have no idea what that means for Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe he sits for a year. Mm-hmm. See, that's the difference, too. Back in the day, kids, <laughs> if you drafted a rookie, you could sit that rookie for two or three years. Now, mm-mm, because, again, it goes back to the all structure. Of, all of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron sat for three seasons. Mm-hmm. But now, with the salary structure the way it is, if you don't play that, if you don't know what you've got in three years, like with Rodgers, you don't know what you've got in Jordan Love in three years, what do you do with him? Was that first-round pick a waste? Are you going to pick up the fifth-year option for a guy who's never started a game? That's the long... It's such a, a puzzle that these teams, these GMs have to put together, and that's why it's so imperative. If you, if you can win on a, rookie's, a rookie quarterback's contract, like the Chiefs did with Mahomes, they were paying him like 10 bucks. Yeah. And, he won, and he won the Super Bowl and the MVP. If you can win that way, you can spend elsewhere. You can spend money on Tyreek Hill. You can spend money on Travis Kelsey. And you, still reward your quarterback. Exactly. You can trade for Frank Clark and give him a massive contract from Seattle. You can bring in Tyron Matthew. That's the way the Chiefs built around Mahomes. That's what the trouble is right now for, say, the Green Bay Packers. They don't have any cap room whatsoever. They can't do anything. Uh, you know, next year, they're, they're an even worse salary cap hell. The Saints were the same way this year. Tremendous salary cap hell. That's why all these teams are trying to figure out ways to win in the first couple of years. And that's why, whether it's Lawrence Fields, Wilson, uh, the kid from, uh, from North Dakota State, Trey Lance, you know, who's going to be the guy that can pick up the NFL quick, goes to the right system, can put numbers up, and, and, and win football games at a young age that's what makes this draft so impressive and so interesting to me is there are a lot of quarterback names and a lot of teams who need quarterbacks. That's the state of the NFL, though. You either have your quarterback for the next 10 years or you have no idea what you're doing at quarterback for the next three. That's kind of the way it, it feels like. Now, here's my question to you. Do you see a surprise pick in the NFL draft where you go, whoa, I never saw that one coming? No, because I don't know enough about the, the, the – I don't know enough – there's always one when you're like, oh, that guy projected 42nd and went ninth. Right. But I don't know enough about where these guys are, where they're at, to tell you, you know, listen, if Mac Jones goes two, mm-hmm. if the quarterback from Alabama goes two, that's a surprise. But it wouldn't surprise me if the first five picks, were, first four picks were quarterbacks. Lawrence goes one, Jets take a quarterback, Niners take a quarterback, Falcons take a quarterback to sit behind Matt Ryan for a year or two. Bengals won't because they've got Burrow. That's not happening. Dolphins should be sold on Tua, but you keep hearing people wondering if, if Tua is the right answer. And is Burrow going to come back strong like he was yeah. 
Good question. There's a lot of big... I mean, he, that's a big injury he just suffered his first year in the league. Lions are there at seven. You know, they just traded away Stafford for Jared Goff. You, you get somebody to sit behind Goff for a year or two with this new system, this new coach, this new regime there in, in Detroit. Uh, the, the, what I'm looking at right now has Carolina taken Trey Lance. That, if, you, if you traded for Sam Darnold and you draft a quarterback... What does that tell you about your faith in Sam Darnold, who you gave up a lot of draft capital for? Just get the ball to Christian McCaffrey and get out of the way. (laughs) Running games do work. I don't care what anybody says. It's not pretty. Round one, the ninth pick, Denver, they could go quarterback as well. I mean, you're looking at seven teams in the top nine that potentially could go quarterback. You you just don't. I mean, you could see five quarterbacks in the first nine picks. How crazy is that? I still think Minnesota goes quarterback in the first round. If not, then second round for sure. They're picking at what? 14. 14? Yeah, and the rumor Mm. has it they're trying to move up. That would be a surprise. If they moved up, boy, would Viking fans like that? If they moved, let's say they move up and draft Mac Jones. Mm -hmm. Would would you, as a Viking fan, as the Viking fan here on the show on 1350, would you be fine with Mac Jones, even if it's at 14? You know, yeah, I think I would. Do you want Mac Jones to play anytime soon? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I just want to know that we have something sitting there for once. Maybe. Maybe. And it's not Tavares Jackson. No. Or it's, it's not whoever. Christian Ponder. They moved up to grab Ponder. They moved slick. up that's to where, grab Christian Ponder. That's where you took, it upon, you, you took the parentheses off the slick when it came to Rick Spielman. I was doing yeah. uh, a draft show in Milwaukee when they drafted Ponder. I looked at my co-host, and we just high five. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up, I have a pretty big announcement to tell you. Uh, we will do that next. Follow us on Twitter at ESPN DSM. This is Wicket's World on Des Moines, 1350 ESPN. So we got about four minutes left here during uh, Wicket's World here on a Friday on 1350 ESPN. And uh, I wanted to, I've been sitting on something for a little while here and just trying to get all of the, uh, all the I's dotted and T's crossed, J.D. Basically uh, a wallet? Yeah, well, yeah. had to get things kind of settled here. Um, a couple of months ago, there was uh, over on the rock station, Laser 103.3 here in the building, uh, there was a morning show host who decided he didn't want to work here anymore. Mm-hmm. So he, he decided to quit. And at that time, I was going to be kind of a featured bit part on the program on, uh, with Heather and Fish. And Fish decided he didn't want to work here. And then that happened. And so I started going in on the show and helping out Heather, who is a wonderful woman. And we just kind of started going back and forth. And I would come in twice a week or three times a week or whatever, just for an hour. And... Um, to make a long story short, because this is a conversation I think that I'm going to have to put into a very long podcast, it kind of happened at the right time, because after some negotiation and auditioning and fancy dinners... <laughs> and that uh, wasn't you. No, I, yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, you didn't get those. No, I did. Oh, you did? I got one. You got one. I got right a fancy there. dinner, because then I became a candidate, and today uh, I accepted an offer to host mornings over on Laser 103.3, right down the hall here, which I am, um, it, it's, it's crazy because when I first got into radio, 
Mm-hmm. I was in Detroit, and I turned down an internship at a rock station. And I wound up interning at a sports station and a rock station uh, in Ann Arbor. And then that led to my sports career, sports talk radio career, kind of taking, you know, taking flight. Sure. And then I went to Milwaukee, and then I went down into news talk radio in, in Kansas City. And it's almost like it has become, it has come full circle. Mm-hmm. That now I am kind of going back to where I was initially thought I was going to be because I went to a broadcast school and I thought I was going to be a DJ. Like that's the reason I got into radio. I listened to a music radio station uh, growing up that I would record the morning show and then I would, uh, you know, play it when I got home from school and I wanted to be a DJ. And it just wound up going a different direction. Uh, I am thrilled to announce that I'm going to be doing Mornings on Laser 103.3, a nationally recognized rock station all across the country. I need to thank a million people, uh, but the big three are our general manager, Lance Richard, uh, the program director, Andy Hall, and Heather Lee, who is going to be my new work wife. Right. So I have the home wife and the work wife uh, going, you know, Interacting, something like something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also want to let people know because people are like, well, what about this show? What about thirteen fifty? This show is going to move to noon on Fridays, and then hopefully expand so my day doesn't go like you know I'm in the building at five a.m. and I'm here till five p.m. We're going to try to work everything out. But uh, yeah, that's my big news. I am I'm the new less attractive half of Heather and Wicket. Over on Laser 103.3. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I couldn't uh, be more thrilled for you. Thank you. Uh, and, and I couldn't say this uh, more honestly. Um, they got the right guy. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that very, very much. When you're looking and you're bringing people in from all over the country to try and do this show, and you've got somebody sitting right here. I mean, I, You can be honest because I brought it up to you. Are you looking at this job, Mike? I, I did. Yeah. I did. And I, I wasn't. Asked you. I, I wasn't asked you. at the time when JD right. asked me, like, I you said, know, why not? You, you sound great. I, I wasn't really, I was just kind of helping, you know, right. and then things just kind of, one thing led to another, and, and here we go. So I, I don't even know my exact start date. We're going to roll this out. Sure. But I signed my contract today, and I'm very much looking forward that to. That was all those cameras and video yeah, teams that, that yeah, were in here. Yeah, and yeah that was the press conference. Stuff. Yeah, that I was, was wondering it. what that was. I thought maybe like uh, a celebrity was Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. Yeah. So that's the big news. Uh, mornings on Laser 103.3. I don't really know when it starts, but if you follow me on Twitter at Mike Wicket or on social media on Facebook or Instagram, I'm going to litter your timeline <laughs> <laughs> with promotion and more cool stuff. So, And we'll still have a, a lot of fun here on 1350. So, J.D., I think we're off next week because of Cubs baseball. Uh, we'll see. There was something that said 5 o'clock after the game. Those games seem to go a little longer than we had planned. Right. <laughs> uh, but that is going to do it. Thanks so much for listening, for watching. J.D., have yourself a good weekend. You too, no. Who's your pick to win the Masters? Who's the guy uh, in the lead? Right? <laughs> Justin Rose. <laughs> <laughs> for J.D., I'm Mike Wicket. Thanks so much for listening to Wicket's World here on 1350 ESPN Des Moines.